everyone and welcome to the Power 9 Podcast. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts alongside the Spellboy, Nuno Cunha. Hello, everyone. I can hear the echo through my headphones. Hmm. It always goes through the mics. Hmm. Is that bad? Yeah, that's bad. Like, you can hear yourself. Self, self, oh, right, self, right, self. right. Yeah. Uh, it's, this like a, it's like a tiny deja vu, though. That's cool. Uh, how is that a tiny deja vu? That's like, like a distraction. Like yeah, you're being it's... distracted, distracted, distracted. Left and right. I'm gonna try to pan that left and right so that you can you know, <laughs> like go through stereo. Yo, yo, yo. Anyway, uh, this week we are all alone, just the two of us, just right. the two of us, and uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you a lot about modern masters and maybe some gripes we have about um, money issues, I suppose. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah, but it. mostly, like, Mick and I are Touchy. very big, limited uh, enthusiasts. And yes. obviously, because there's a new format, we can't help but start brewing with, like, a few dummy pools. Yeah. So we'll give you some... We'll, we'll go through some of the, uh, the, the, like, most noticeable archetypes anyway. Like, some of the, the best cards in each of the colors. Yeah, and then... Uh, Actually, on a, just a financial note, it seems like Mick was saying we've been uh, we've been just projecting a few pools, and Man, it seems yeah, like you're always up on money, right? Yeah, we're always up on money, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, down to business. Uh, if you did not know, this is the Power Nine podcast, and you're listening to it right now, uh, which maybe you found through uh, mtgcast.com or iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, or even our website power9podcast.com yes exactly you can find our previous episodes on power9podcast.com you can find us on Facebook facebook.com slash power9podcast and on Twitter at power9podcast the 9 is a number 9 if you got stuff to say to us uh, that you want to talk with us maybe leave us a comment a suggestion or even a topic of the week uh, you can email us at power9podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, but please feel free to tweet at us or just go on our Facebook. Like, we love getting messages from people. Yep, we do. Uh, and we have, sometimes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> for ex- uh, No, we'll, we'll go through reader comments later or listener comments later, which is not much. Uh, okay, so diving in straight into the... Well, the first topic that we want to talk about is basically doing, uh, doing some drafting ideas, or we have we have some like ideas for how you should be drafting for Modern Masters twenty fifteen. Yeah. Just uh, some uh, some first impressions for both draft and se- like sealed deck that could work as well. Well, we'll go through some of the archetypes for now, right? Yep, and those will be available in both. And yeah, there were, those will be. I mean. Yeah, you you'll see it, uh, and we are just one of probably we're one of many people talking about yeah. modern masters. Like everybody's talking about modern masters. We want to go to GP Vegas or GP Utrecht or uh, Chiba. Was it Chiba? Shiba. Yeah, Shiba. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to Utrecht. No, Why? you're stuck in this country, and yeah, I have an interview. So, uh, oh well, stinks. This is life. Mm. Anyway, Utrecht was too expensive. Well, whatever. Yeah, it was probably too expensive. It was 70 euros, right? Yeah, Just 70, for the event. 70 euros for, for the event is fine. I think 70 euros for the event is fine, but I don't think you want to go there just to play sealed deck. Of course, you want to go there to play sealed and win Man, and knowing, go to day two. Yeah, but, knowing me, I'd probably go and just play Legacy or Modern ex- during the, both days. 
<laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I would love to, you know, I would just, I, w- I would spend a lot of money. I would go and see the drafts <laughs> on, you know, I would just want to draft this format like a lot because it's going to come and it's going to go. Like we're going to have maybe a month of this max and then it's yeah. going to drift away into some foreign end. Yeah, because people will start buying out the boxes because they they knew what they know what happened like with the previous set. Yeah, there's only unless one unless wizards like apparently I was I was uh, I was reading somewhere uh, and listening to some other podcasts as well, and apparently there is an unconfirmed um, second wave of Mother Masters. No, didn't they? Didn't they, they mention? They, apparently, like wizards said one we wave. will guarantee there will be one wave, and there might be a second. Yeah, a might be. Of course, like this is a might, but I I think this was Wizards' way of saying if we see that the displays are just being harder the way, like the people aren't drafting them or that the the market is being like sucked up by speculators, like we'll we'll just crush. We'll just yeah, we'll just crash the secondary market. Yeah, well, Which not crush the secondary that. market because if they if they were gonna do that, like this set would have a lot more. Um, commons and uncommons like apparently uh one of the motivations like just just going back to what we spoke in our last podcast where we said that there are clearly a lot of cards missing from uh from this set apparently wizards said that they were afraid of uh repeating chronicles man that's dumb that's so, a bad yeah it's a it's a, a bad po- bad policy and i was actually uh listening to marcel from brainstorm brewery and he was saying, obviously, like at the time, the player base was very small, and like there yeah, were, there exactly. was a high density of collectors and people who just saw their collections be become worthless. Yeah, exactly. and so that's that's why they were upset at the time. But like these days, the player base is humongous. The like player base everyone, is big. Yeah, and, yeah, and the, everyone yeah, just wants to play. Yeah, right. I think we're more than ever we're seeing people wanting to play the format, and I think it was a big mistake for from Wizards to. Uh, to not make these cards available because the the new like especially a lot of the new players are always excited to delve into new formats like modern is ex- is an appealing format yeah and I, I think unfortunately this pro this farm this product is not very appealing for new players i don't know i i think wizards is just stuck they're at a point where okay we have to appease the collectors but how many collectors are there out there you know there you the the proportion of the number of collectors there are oh yeah uh, to players the number of players yeah, yeah it's, it's tiny totally totally outshadowed i anyway, think i think like their their promise to the collectors with the reserved list is enough though i think they should have yeah. just crushed the prices in, in modern like people them, people just want price. people just want to play with cards right like yeah, there's exactly. no reason to to hold back and uh if and they if they printed it. more like more people would start playing from, uh, like modern it wouldn't necessarily crush the uh, the secondary market either exactly Anyway, uh, right, we veered off topic right at the beginning of the Right topic. at the beginning. Uh, okay, so we're going to go through some of the archetypes that we think uh, you're going to see or you might play. Uh, and we'll just list it out r- uh, right off the bat. We're going to go uh, white-blue metalcraft or white-blue affinity, uh, white-blue artifacts, basically. Yeah, so uh, we, see, we see a lot of the metalcraft cards uh, concentrated in white even though we we have a couple of examples in blue as well yeah and then we see a lot of the affinity cards that play well with, with this strategy in blue okay so, so i mean some white cards that we w- definitely want to see in white that work with metalcraft is uh dispatch dispatch basically becomes uh well it's better than it's path, path to exile. Yeah, it's better than path uh with metalcraft 
We see uh, Core Duelist. Core Duelist gets, you know, double strike when it's equipped. Mersmith. Uh, and last week, you, you heard Tigash like, go insane about this card because this card is really very powerful. It's an uncommon... Yeah, it's basically like a young pyromancer, right? Yeah, it's... Uh, well, no, young pyromancer gets it for free. But, yeah, it's not you know, quite as good as young pyro, but... Still, it, at the same way, at the same time, it is better than Young Pyro because the the these artifacts, like the the merge, they they activate metalcraft. Yeah, ex, ex, exactly. You know, you cast one, you cast one uh, artifact spell, and you get two artifacts. In fact, yeah. Uh, of course, you got O Ring that you want to see uh, that you want to open. Um, uh, you have Apostle's Blessing, which yeah. is nice. Protect uh, some of your. Artifacts. And not, it's not necessarily linked to the metal craft, but it's always yeah. It's always good to have, good to, and you can card. even splash it into you know any any deck that uh, that you want. Yeah. Uh, you have card homunculus, uh, all star. Like one of the best plays in uh, in Modern Masters one was turn one homunculus into turn two bone splitter. Into turn no. Bone splitter is the plus two, two plus so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Costs man, one and equips yeah. for one. Like th- that was one of the strongest plays, man. Uh, like attacking for four on turn two. Man, we have dark steel X in this. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So this is you know this like, is Fortif- quite an all star. Fortify two, two. will be strong in this strategy as well. It's the next card on the list. Like that will help with the uh, the mer tokens. Uh, pretty strong. Uh, white. What else do we have? Otherworldly journey. Well, well. Yeah. Uh, we should have had the one that makes two merge, but instead we have raise the alarm. Let's Damn. move along. Uh, we got Sky Hunter, the Sky Hunter skirmisher. It's got double strike, so it works well with equipment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's about it. Like in the in, white, in the white section. Yeah. In the blue, well, blue has a lot of very nice tempo uh, goodies like vapor snack. Uh, for affinity, has got dot cast. Insane yeah. card in this so archetype. Good. One mana, draw two cards. That's almost... Uh, yeah, almost it's pretty a, much what it says yeah. there, right? If you're doing it right. Uh, what else do you Another have? infinity card, Somber. Somber. Uh, hover Guard. Oh, Somber Hover Guard, yeah. Uh, this one's pretty good. It's a 3-2 flyer for one blue and five generic. Yeah, it's pretty similar to the... Um, what's that 2-4 artifact? The the Golem has a 2-4 flying that plays in Popper. Oh, um... It's pretty similar but to that card, but this attacks for three. It's and that's good. affinity for islands. That's yeah, it is affinity uh, yeah. for islands. It's uh, Stoic Rebuttal. Stoic Rebuttal, Counter Target Spell. Uh, um, this card is a bit awkward. I don't think you want this in Limited. This is worse yeah. than Cancel. cancel. You, that's the thing. Like You need you need artifacts there. and Yeah. Repeal, another tempo card. Like the, the, That's a completely different archetype, but Repeal is a very yeah, strong it's card. It's a very strong tempo card. Mana Leak, also a very good denial card. Uh, you got Fairy Mechanist, which is... Um, it's card advantage, right? Yeah, it's card advantage. You you get to anticipate looking for an artifact. Oh, yeah. And itself being an artifact as well. Yeah. Um, what else? You got Aether Snipe, crazy. Another good. simple card. Um, you got Riman, of course. Ah, here. Oh, Cumulox. Cumulox, yeah. This is the one I was thinking of. Uh, no, this six card generic is... to blue gigantic beast with affinity like if you ever cast this for blue blue you're so ahead yes. yeah so ahead of the curve <laughs> if you ever get the casting for blue blue that means that's how your opponent's doing something wrong or you're doing something very very right um yeah. well you got mild drifter of course uh yeah 
So those are the, I mean, those are the cards that you want to in common. They're in common slot, of course. But you also have like there are a few white and blue rares that are insane in this archetype. You have Indomitable Archangel, like <laughs> that's crazy. I think that's probably the best metalcraft card. You have the the Sphinx, Argent Sphinx. Yeah, but Argent Sphinx just what blinks, right? Yeah, it blinks. Yeah, it's it's tough to no, kill. No, it blinks. It blinks and it comes back at the end of your end step. So, but there's no board wipe, which is kind of yeah. strange. Uh, of course, you got V click, and then oh, the big Tez, the big Tez, Tezzeret, the Seekers. Uh, well, obviously, Tezzeret is an artificer, so all his all his uh, incarnations will be artifact based. Correct. Uh, yeah. Uh, and like I said, I'm disappointed. Down. I'm disappointed. We're not seeing Agent of Bolas, but it makes sense mm. that it's not. It's not Agent of Bolas, being that the the artifact archetype is focused in blue and white. No, it's a bit awkward. Yeah, though. that's, it's a bit that's awkward. true. But you know, you can just splash that black for Tazeret. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, especially there are quite a good, quite a few good cards in blue and black. Uh, yeah, and then we've got the. Of course, we've got the hybrid, um, hybrid mana cards. Uh, the blue and white hybrids are kind of awkward, although yep. they are artifacts. You got um, at cast at the cast night, right? I'm reading it right. And Glastus Hulk. Yeah, uh, well, Glastus Hulk can cycle, which is nice. Mm. Yeah, and it, whenever and another artifact yeah. enters the battlefield, it gets pumped for a plus one plus one and can't be blocked. Like this is this is this what is, you want in your yeah, deck, right? Yeah, this is what you really want. Um, and then obviously you have like all of the uh, the bomby artifacts like you'll have Mox uh, Opal like Chimeric Mass to some extent Edge Champion, Edge Champion Unbeatable oh. Spell Sky Lodestone Golem is insane in that deck Precursor Golem no I don't think not so uh, much Precursor Golem is always so. it's always a big big card right it's a big risk I think when you when you have precursor it's, golem, it's it's nine power for five mana. I know it's nine power for five mana, but there's light. There's also lightning bolt in the format, and there is a burst of lightning, which is. You know, I don't care, man. You always play precursor <laughs> golem. Uh, and then, then uh, you have cranial Lo- lodestone golem. Let me just say, lodestone golem and lodestone mar are two insane rares for your deck as well. Like affinity is well. Like is very well off for the uh, the rares it got. Like in Edge yeah. Champion, both Lodestones, Precursor Golem, of course. Like Spell Skite is a good card, but not necessarily fitting in as this deck. Opal and Cranial Plating. Cranial Plating will be Man, the backbone crazy. of this deck. Yeah, this so is, it's a little bit awkward. Kills. Yeah, it has black black in the uh, the instant equip cost. I um, don't know, no, but you, that's the thing. Like, it'd be, it'd be, it'd probably be too strong. Thing, yeah. It'd probably be too strong if exactly. it was. Yeah, and then Dark Silax is the the card you really want if you're playing like the the one drops, like the aggressive. Oh man, no Martyr Pod. Turn turn one that white the homunculus. Yeah, the homunculus, and then turn two Martyr Pod, kill your blocker. I'm gonna swing for yeah, yeah, yeah. two. Uh, so Martyr Pod is insane. Uh, well, you have Tumble Magnet, which is a nice tempo play, depending on how your how your deck turns out. Yeah, uh, if you want, you know, if you want to go like more tempo, then take the tumble magnet, and then the blue, uh, you know, there are some cards in blue that do pro- proliferate, so it's it's really good. Um, you got copper carap. Uh, Man, that card carapace. was so cool. Like Which I, the, the carapace. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, plus two, plus two. Can't block. Who cares? I'm gonna cast, you know, cast it for one, equip for three. That is I a get good plus two, equipment. plus two. And I'm gonna swing you until you're dead. Uh, uh, Flare Husk not so good. 
makes a one one. It makes a one one and then for one, for mana, one. That's but, okay. Yeah. It's just below the curve. Uh, Frogmite, Frogmite, Frogmite really great. you want every single one you can find. Yeah. Windhawk Idol. Also, also very want, good. Yeah. And very good. Yeah, it's also white. So the uh the activated ability is uh one white mana and you get uh it turns into a two two flyer. Yeah. Awesome. Two mana for a two two flyer, why not? Just skimmer as well, quite good. Yeah, uh, Rain's flying for a blue mana. Mer Enforcer and uh, Frogmite will... I think these well, will you be... You definitely like, have to have it. Like, yeah. You, you need these. cheap artifacts and, you, you know, and then you need to go unfair. You need to play your Frogmites, your Mer Enforcers, mm. and then activate Metalcraft and go over the top. Uh, uh, this deck gets out of control very fast if you like start chaining Thought Casts and oh, just yeah. cheap, free creatures. <laughs> uh, Rune Servitor is also a good one. Rusted Relic, 4 mana, 4, 5, 5, probably... Uh, and you also have Darksteel Citadel, which is awesome. Yeah, and Blink Moth yeah. Next is quite good. It's always oh, like Blink a flying Moth? artifact. Yeah, there. Where is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So these are, I mean, these are the cards that you do want to see. And if you do see them, uh, you know, you should go into into that strategy. Yeah. Especially it's... for sealed deck. Okay, let's say, let's say we're playing Draft. What would be the first three cards that would push you into this uh, strategy? What at do you common think? and uncommon? Uh, no, at rares, rares and oh, uncommons. Indomitable uh, Archangel, Tezzeret, Edge Champion for sure. Um, I think it probably have to be like, for you to go pretty deep, it'd have to be Archangel, Tezzeret or Edge Champion. Mm. I mean, I'm not sure that either of the lodestones really gets you into the archetype, even though they're like, if you can get into the, uh, if you can get them in the archetype, they're obviously very good. Yeah. Also, don't forget to hate the Hercules recall because that will kill you. Yeah, that will just end you. Like, return all artifacts to, to owner's hands that will just. Edge mm. uh, champion would be Edge champion would be great. Yeah, lodestone golem, lodestone. Uh, this would be great to yeah. see. Outside rare, like obviously the cranial plating, like oh, the yeah. thought casts, like those those will be priority picks. Yeah. Uh, okay, so if you see this in like your first three packs, that's what you should be going for. Like, especially yeah. if you see like Indomitable Angel, I don't think it's worth any money, but no, like it's a really, yeah, it's, it's a, a very, very bomby card. Like yeah. four, 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 and with flying, yeah, with flying, <laughs> with evasion, and then gives all your all artifact your artifacts shroud. shroud. That's crazy. Okay, so uh, moving on to a second archetype. So we got red, black aggro. Uh, powered by the bloodthirst ability. Bloodthirst okay. is historically like pretty strong. Uh, yeah, it, it's great for aggro aggro strategies because you know it just becomes bigger. Once it's it it has this snowball effect. Yeah, correct. Right? Once you once you're in the lead, like it's going to it's yeah. Going once to once you get the first creature with bloodthirst, like like the, you you just start jumping the curve. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so we got the aggro, we got the aggro stuff, we got Dagger Claw Imp, so in black. Dagger Claw Imp, 3 mana, 3-1 three flyer, can't block, who cares, you're swinging in. Uh, dismember, of prime course removal, you got dismember. Like the, the best removal spell probably in this limited format. Uh, resembling Skeleton, no. Probably not in an aggressive strategy. Uh, Scavenger Drake whenever another creature dies you may put a plus one plus one counter like this is the sort of card you'll be getting the, yeah I, I would like this this will be a curve topper I think yeah like but it's a flyer I, I, that gets bigger 
I prefer to play this in the blue-black or the green-black proliferate deck. Right, I, I agree, I agree. That's uh, slightly better. Uh, you have another Vampire of, Outcasts. Yeah, another piece of removal before that. Oh, uh, the Spread the Sickness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Again, it's in a different archetype, but piece yeah. removal is always important, whatever deck you're in. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. Uh, Vampire Outcasts, this uh, 4 mana for 4-4 four, four Lifelink. Of course, it's 4 mana for 2-2 two, two Lifelink, but it's got Bloodthirst too. Uh, it's it's, a, it's, it's four, 4 mana, mana for 4-4, four, four, yeah. It's a 4-4 four, four Lifelinker. Uh you got Bone Splinters, which is a great removal card. Like, just get rid of your smaller creatures to... Or just, like, if they point a uh, removal spell at your uh, big creature, you sack it in response. Oh, no, it's a sorcery? No, it's uh, sorcery speed. Uh, this is better for tokens, and we'll talk about yeah, like, black-white black, white spirit tokens and black-green tokens as well. Huh. Uh, Didn't know that was sorcery speed. Yeah, sack outlet, and, like, that's, that's like, yeah. the, the vampire... The the blood throne blood, blood throne vampire, vampire used yeah, to be the Nantuko shade. No, no, that you, that's an aggro card. This is an aggro. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. You can use this as an aggro card. Like Nantuko shade used to be like you att- you attack with like multiple na- oh, shades, like yeah. with a vampire, and, and then what, whichever one they don't block, you go all in. <laughs> uh, you got death denied, which is uh, death denied. I think as if you're playing black, and if you're not splashing black, death denied is a really good card because it's instant speed returns X target creatures. F- from your graveyard to your hand. Not, That's an interesting card. Yeah. It's not It's not like Grave Purge. Sure, Grave Purge draws you a card, but this is, gives you all the advantage. Like, you just run one off of, the, of this in the deck. Like, you get back all your threats. I think it's fine to run one of these. Yeah. Uh, just one, I think. Uh, you got Dusk Hunter Bat. It's got Bloodthirst 1. 2-2 two, two, two Flyer, uh, yeah, basically. 2-2 two, two Flyer. Um, uh, Grim Affliction is a nice removal as well. 3 mana. Put a minus one, minus one counter on target creature and then proliferate. Yeah, usually minus two, minus two to target creature. Yep. Uh, and still infection. And still infection, kind of okay. Uh, nameless inversion, like, I think. A yeah. super aggro card. It, yeah. can, it can work as either a pump spell or a removal spell. It's great, man. It's a great card. Uh, where do we go? Okay, shrivel. No, no, no. That, that's an aggro card. Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sickle, Sickle Reaper, 2 mana. 2-1 two Wither. 2-1 uh, Wither. Wither is really so strong when you're attacking or blocking, but yeah, when you're attacking... I think when, uh, when you're attacking, like, they just have to... Your opponent has to reconsider a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. Sign in Blood. Sign in Blood your is hand. awesome, yeah. I don't, I don't understand why people are not playing it in standard right now. Like, this is... Oh, because they prefer Read the Bones. No, man. This 2 mana. 2 mana draw 2 yeah, cards. Yeah, but it's the card selection. Uh, um... What else? Oh man, you have Vampire Lacerator. This yeah, you do. totally aggro. Like yeah, one mana, it's a two-two. Sure, you lose one life at the beginning. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, but that will soon st- end if yeah, you're that playing. Will soon end if you're playing Vampire Lacerator, and it's so good. Uh, okay, so going back up in red, uh, aggro. Well, you got Smash the Smithereens is actually... It's a good sideboard card. It'll be okay. Uh, I don't think it's sideboard. I think it can go main deck. You play one main deck, if you got more, put it I in think the sideboard. Main, I think main deck is pushing it, but yeah. Now in some cases. In some cases. definitely three damage. Okay, you got Gut Shot as well. Ah, you have Gohan Minotaurs. It's a 5-5 five, five for 4. Yep. Four, it's a real uh, deal. Yep. Uh, of course, Bloodthirst 2. Uh, which, 3 3 Bloodthirst, uh, Bloodthirst 2. Goblin Warpaint is cool. Uh, Goblin Fire Slinger, even pinger. better. Yeah, it's always a pinger. Good. Pinger is always good. You want to drop this turn one and then drop a two drop with Bloodthirst. And you never want to attack with yeah. uh, Goblin Fire Slinger. 
There is no circumstance in which I uh, I'm going to lay it down now. Unless you have like some crazy, crazy kill pump spell in your hand, uh, like a mutagenic growth, and then you need at, at least three damage in. You yeah. have brutal farce in this. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus three, plus three. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a giant growth in red. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, very, fiery very fall. Narrow. Fiery fall is a good card. It has yeah. basically and one cycling. Basic if you're cycling. like, it's a it's a very versatile card. Uh, you maybe do you want to play dragon, dragon, uh, dragon soul knight? It's uh, a two-two first strike. Probably, Not, it's I probably know. fine. Burst uh, lightning, burst lightning. You definitely want like this is your this is your finisher at five mana. Uh, you definitely brute want force. brute force. Yes, it's uh, plus three plus three. Blood Ogre, another Bloodthirst card. 3-3 three, three first, first strike, strike for yeah, 3. 3 mana, 3-3 right. three, three first strike. Uh, like the, the thing with Bloodthirst cards is if you're getting the Bloodthirst, you're usually getting more than you paid for. Yeah. So like, it's a strong strategy. Like if you have the Pingers, especially, like if you have the, the Fire Slingers, Start that's off, the best yeah, enabler. St- yeah, if you're, if you're getting all the Bloodthirst triggers, like it's it's awesome. Uh, what is this? Warheart Phoenix? No. Uh, Storm- two, two, 2 Flyer, it's probably fine. Uh, Storm Stormblood Blood Berserker. Berserker. You want as many of these, and it used to be. I think this used to be common uh, in M. It's possible, uh, it's and now it's uncommon. It's quite strong. The reason, <laughs> you know, it's Bloodthirst two. It's a three three for two that can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. <laughs> two mana for two. <laughs> for two mana, <laughs> like one of one of mix and my uh, favorite cards in uh, Dragons Attack here now is the 3-3 three, three for 2 that loses Defender for 1 green mana oh yeah that's, like, oh, this, that's th- awesome this is this better is than just, that. yeah it's better <laughs> this can't be blocked like, like this on turn 2 after you play the Fire Slinger like th- things are gonna get dirty and then they block and then you have uh, Brutal Force yeah <laughs> uh, Brute Force sorry yeah <laughs> good luck with that uh, Scars Scars again Firebird no you so, don't want nah, nah you do it's a 6-6 six, six flyer come on uh, yeah, it's, I don't a, know. It's, it's a, a, bit, it's a, nice it's a bit curve slow. topper. Yeah, it's, it's a nice it's curve topper. Right at the top of your deck, and you probably no really because it has one. recursion. It comes back to your hand. Yeah, if that's you true. He was dealt damage this turn. Like, it's a good card. Uh, there's a spike bellows. Spike bellows, awesome. Yeah, uh, and of course, is, you got, is lightning bolt good? I don't know. Is it? Is it good? Uh, I don't skim, know. Skim over. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we have bloodshot trainee. We have combust. I think combust. Combust is, is oh, obviously is a cyborg. the best cyborg yeah. card. So, so one of the one of the things like these, there's a cycle: celestial purge, flash freeze, death mark, combust, and uh, what's that? Car- Carpulsen strider. Carpul- uh, yeah, Carpulsen strider. Okay, would you run these main board? No, You're running dual colors. Okay, so. Technic, uh, most likely you'll be running two colors. Do you think you should be running this main board? Uh, personally, I wouldn't. But I, I don't like having dead cards in any circumstance. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, you're, so, you're gonna come across like. Okay, I would consider playing the sideboard like these cards main deck if I see that a color is overdrafted. Like if I close out, mm. if I close off one of the, if I can see that I was alone drafting one of the colors, for example, if I get like a close to a mono colored deck, mm-hmm. uh, and I end then up, you want to, and th- then I end up playing one copy because I know that the other colors were probably overdraft. Yeah, okay, but I, that's true. Like generally, I would stay away from playing these main deck personally. Okay. I would. Uh, here's the thing, but I obviously probably... it depends. It depends on each which one we're talking about because. I, okay, so if I was playing white, I'd probably 
take in Celestial Purge and that's about it because uh, you know White White wants the Metalcraft and it wants the I'm not sure that I wants a bit of uh, tempo so I I probably play for example the Carpulsion Strider I'd always play in my green deck oh yeah yeah it's a creature it's a creature it's It's fine it's a 3 4 4 4 4 4 like that's a good stat um yeah, as for the other four, I'm not sure that I it's would. Maybe. It's it's weird though because clearly like four of these are modern playable cards like Celestial Purge in play, Flash Freeze in play, Death Mark in play, Combust in play, and, and the, the Strider. Strider is just did you even know that card? No, I, don't I have know. no clue. Yeah, so I it's really awkward no that clue. that's actually the the only one that I'd always main deck. <laughs> the, Goes to show the good one. No, but I definitely like definitely keep an eye out for these like especially if they, if they go late and they're on color like these will get, win you games you know oh yeah for sure like if if you see them going late don't, I, no, don't I pass would, them because they'll hose you they'll hose you and I would pick if it they're up on like, color if, yeah, yeah yeah exactly I, I don't think they're high pick no I would pick it up early like but, these are things that I would pick up early like if there's anything I've learned I don't from, know if, um, I, if, I'm, if I'm fixed on like if I if I'm pretty well defined pack one and I see these going around pack two then that's fine but I, I probably want to get my playables down, like my main, a solid main deck, before I start filling up the sideboard. Because I, okay, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to be stuck with these main deck, basically. Okay. Especially uh, if it's, it, it can be a, a little bit awkward if you're playing like green, like let's say green blue, and you end up playing flash freeze with. And then yeah, then you like you drafted one of the colors you're hosing. It's probably not a good idea. You're, you're probably mm, like true. better off if you're, let's say, blue white. And you you're playing pl- and celestial you're purge playing. like that's fine. If you're playing yeah. blue white and you have celestial purge like you're Somebody playing two colors and hosing two other colors like yeah. the 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 chance you're not hitting them is not very large. But yeah, like uh, I I can see I can see your argument for playing these if you're on two colors and you're hosing two completely completely separate colors. Yeah, exactly. So I, like, I could see playing one, but white blue like the white black is uh white we identified white black as a like a soul shift. Um, yeah. That'll, that'll be awkward to play these. Yeah, I think that would be awkward to play a Celestial Perch. But if you're playing like white blue, I would definitely pick up the Celestial Perch. I'm I will definitely sideboard the Flash Freeze. Yeah, but Flash Freeze is also different because it's a it's an it's a counter it's spell. A counter yeah. spell. It's yeah, kind of yeah. weird. Uh, okay, so let's move on to the third archetype that we've uh, we've alluded to. It's the blue green proliferate deck, and this one works off Graft, which is kind of nice. Graft was cool coming back from the uh, the original Ravnica, Ravnica oh, block, yeah. oh, I uh, love mostly it, man. in Dissension. Uh, Graft Graft was probably one of uh, I did not know Graft until I started playing uh, EDH. Oh, Graft had some crazy cards. Like the 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 Simic, yeah. the Simic Guild had, yeah, <laughs> nice inter, very very nice interactions. Okay, so we'll go down the green list first, and then do you want to go up blue. a little bit so we can start from the. Uh, now these are the. Do you not oh yeah, yeah, we forgot to mention. Okay, so if you let's say you open um red green uh red black. Oh my god! No, you know. missed that out. A great rare. What this. Spike Shot Elder? The Spike yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot okay, Elder, so, come on. Uh, let's rewind. We, we won't start on the blue-green play for it yet. Okay, so if you are trying to draft the um, red-black aggro archetype, sp- uh, Spike Shot Elder. Spike Shot Elder. Uh, yeah. Spike Shot Elder. He's really good. I man, played him in... So many, car- so many players just like see this card. It's like, oh, it's just no, average, man. like Three bad. mana, okay. It's at- in- this card is insane. At worst, it's three mana, deal one damage. Fine. You can do it over and over and over and over like again. Like this card with, in a format where you have the, the Darksteel Axe and the Martyr Pod. Oh, man. This card is bonkers. No, Martyr Pod doesn't, doesn't pop It gives it plus up. one, plus zero. 
No, Motorport gives it plus zero plus one. Oh, no, there's the carapace. No. The carapace and the dark steel axe and uh, what else? What else gives it plus... Yeah, it's plus zero plus no. one. The cranial My plating. dreams have been crushed. Uh, Sunforger. Sunforger gives it plus four plus zero, by Man, the way. if you ever assemble Spike Shot Elder and Sunforger... Three mm. mana mm. for five mm. damage to the face or two creatures... It's really dangerous. Even just having a flare husk in there, it's it's potent, man. This yeah, man. It's it's pretty strong. Uh, uh, do we have any pumps? Uh, uh, we, we have, have no bliss, man. We have no bliss of war, which means yeah. Man, you have wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. Wrecking uh, ball is such a crazy limited card. Four mana, this uh, destroy target creature or land. Man, wrecking ball was like, cool. I yeah. love this card. Love this card. Okay, so what do we want to open if we're playing this strategy? So we say the, green the black? spike shot oil the uh well, we bane fire. We want bane fire, obviously. Hellkai Charger is an interesting card because it's a huge mana sink. But yeah, it's a dragon. You it's probably a, always play dragons, five five haste. Yeah, fire. that's the thing, like it's six mana, it's a five five haste, it's probably what you want anyway. Yeah, but like the the most obvious like green uh red black aggro bane targets. Fire, yeah. yeah, bane fire to some uh, extent profane command you want a bob if you yeah. dark confident if, if you find it but then bob like obviously requires a special kind of deck uh, um, necroskitter yeah necroskitter is cool it gets whenever a creature an opponent controls with a minus one counter dies oh okay okay yeah you probably want necroskitter if you have like a decent amount of removal no but it's more it's more suited for the with the thunder with the blast deck. Uh, yeah, and Thunder Blast, you want that because it's 5 mana for a 7-2 with haste. Uh, and then it's got Persist, and if it's got a minus 1, minus 1 counter on it, uh, it's got Trample. So it's a, I don't know, 7-2 is a Zergo on the first turn, <laughs> and then it's a, like, a Ball Lightning on the second turn. Man, this card is insane. <laughs> Wildfire is cool as well, but yeah, you're probably going to kill off all your You're going to kill off all your creatures, and then you're going to like strip yourself of... Yeah. I think yeah, the mo the main rares are probably uh, the the elder, the spike shot elder, thunder blast. It's a big big bomb. I would I would pick up the um, bane fire goes in every red deck, but yeah, that's the the most prominent red strategy. I would definitely want to see uh, what you call it. Oh, what happened? Uh, fire slinger and uh, what's the other man? What's the other card I was thinking of? Uh, the the berserker. The one that gives you... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah. Yeah, common and uncommon. Like, yeah. the Berserker at uncommon is a big... Yeah, and the Fire Slinger. The Fire Slinger is the biggest enabler for, for Bloodthirst. Oh. You always want to start the... Like, much like Green Ramp decks want to start their, their game turn with Lenoir Elf. Yep. Like, you definitely want to go Fire Slinger turn one if you're playing Bloodthirst. Yep. Okay, uh, so we're going to go blue-green proliferate uh, with the Graft ability. Uh... What do we have? Mold Drifter. That's always a. Of course, yeah. That always comes in. Uh, what, Should we LD? start with green this time? Yeah, we'll start with green. I think it's. Uh, green has the graft and blue has the proliferate. Uh, no, blue also has graft. Oh, yeah, blue also has. Yeah, graft. you always see, like, they made it easy to pair the two colors because the ability. So it's usually dominant on one, but you see some examples like they will, on, they on the other on colors, the other, so you yeah. know, like, what to mix mix and match. Uh, we got Cytoplast. Okay, no, we have Bestial Menace. Bestial Menace is a great card. Yeah, three it's creatures. Five, mana, five mana for three creatures, six power, uh, six power and toughness total. Um, Cytoplast, Rootkin 
it's uh, got four, graph. Four, 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 with yeah. relevant abilities. Oh, very relevant. It gives it gives them trample, man. Yeah. So when it comes into play, it gives other creatures a plus one, plus one counter yeah. as well. Like oh no, no, that this is not the trample. Yeah. This yeah, this is a four, four, and when it comes into play, <laughs> if a creature has a yeah, plus, plus one, plus one, plus one counter, counter, gets another one, and then it allows you to move counters onto itself. This is the prototype proliferate. Yeah. Uh, Mr. And you Jenny. can stack. Uh, here's the thing: like you can stack the triggers. Like this comes into the battlefield, you can push it. Uh, can you push uh, counters off? I forget if graft allows you to push it off first. This creature enters the battlefield with four plus one plus one counters on it. Whenever another creature. Oh, no, sorry, no, 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 no. You can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so eh, close enough. Mutagenic growth. You got a uh, palaka worm. <laughs> Uh, Plaka Worm, worm is, is cool. like uh, off the top of your of your um, like if you have some like residual ramp you, you want to play Plaka Worm that's a cool card <laughs> it's a huge bomb uh, Aqua Strand Spider also has Graft it gives the grafted creature reach uh, reach for yeah, it's a useful card mana. to bear with a relevant ability uh, we got Nalit Pack which uh, has a multi kicker and it enters with plus one plus one counters that's very nice um what else? Nest Invader. Yeah, we have a few, uh, few. Uh, uh, what's it called? Eldrazi spawns there. Oh uh, yeah, the Nest Invader, Nest Invader, and Kozilek's Predator. I think these are. Yeah, if you the... want to go over the top, you need these. But that's for a slightly different archetype where you play like a, a bunch of bombs. Like it's the only way to really ramp up to the uh, Eldrazi. To the Eldrazi. Yeah. Like you have ramp, ramp and, growth and growth and stuff. Seems like a fragile, limited strategy, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you can cast, like, like I said last week, if you can cast the Emraku, like stand up and take a picture. Yeah, but like that's uh, like it's a different format where you have you have the two the two like the creatures that make the spawns in green and black as well. Oh, that's yeah, a, that's yeah, a completely yeah. different archetype, but yeah, you you you'll have like scatter the seeds as well, which makes three sapperlings, and then the the creature that's being downgraded to common sign of the wild. Of the wild. But that's in green and black. Uh, Going yeah. on in green and blue, you have Simic Initiate. I, I, but I wouldn't play this card in. I graph. probably wouldn't play this card uh, either. Although you have like turn two, turn two thrumming birds, which we'll talk I about think later. If you have quite a lot of the uh, the four 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 fours that put another counter, like Simic True, Initiate, man. is fine. Yeah, then it's great. Uh, Sylvan Bounty has uh, basic land cycling if you're if you're needing that. But yeah, uh, Thrive is also a really good one. Yeah, uh, you probably want Thrive. X and green put a plus one plus one counter on each of X target creatures. Really nice. Tukatang Talit. And you get a one one that when it dies, you produce a one one. It's not uh, the card you want in this deck specifically, but it's always a, it's a nice filler. It's it's sort of like the other guy makes the spirit, but I, the spirit. The, the but I would rather okay. So, but in this archetype, I would rather play um, what you call it the that one one graph do the initiate initiate yeah yeah. And then of course you got vines of vastwood. Vines nice. of vastwood is a great card. Yeah, uh, gives it gives it um, hexproof. Yeah, hexproof. Sorry, and uh, plus four plus four if you play a kicker. Uh, of course, in green and blue, you got Mystic Snake. Yeah, not at all related to the archetype, archetype but it is but a fantastic is awesome, card. Awesome card. Fantastic card. Uh, you also, oh man, you got you this got is, low, low scale court. This is the yes. card you want in your deck. Uh, you know, it's one one green and blue, and uh, it's a two two. Whenever you draw a card, you put a count on it. Yeah, that's right. what you want. Do it's, not yeah. do not for a second underestimate this card. Oh yeah. Uh, you also have Plex Caster Frogling, which is pretty good. Um, it's a one 
one blue and green. It's a three three, and f- uh, of course it's got graft. Uh, and then you can pay two and gives uh, the grafted creature shroud. Man, this is card great for is like insane. And the, the art is so cool as well. It's like a this frog the, lord. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm charging my laser. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else do you have? What else do you have with plus one, plus one counters? I think that's it. Uh, you have some of the sunburst creatures like, uh, is it Edged Oracle? Oh yeah, Oracle, Edged Oracle yeah. is insane with counters. Yeah, and yeah, you can just push push up the counters and you can proliferate. Oh, we've got to go up the blue. Yeah, exactly. Now for the good stuff. Okay, so going up the blue, let's look for... Okay, so we got Vision, Graph Mage, 3 mana. Um, Untaps creatures. Oh yeah, untaps, untaps uh, creatures with plus one, plus one counters. This is really Combat good. becomes insane. A thrumming Bird, which is awesome. Whenever it uh, deals combat damage to a player, proliferate. Insane. It's In very brain, This card is insane. Uh, steady Progress, proliferate, draw a card. Really good. Nice cantrip. Uh, but of course overshadowed by it's it's overshadowed by uh, what's that card um, Tezzeret's Tezzeret's Gambit hmm. yeah uh, which I'm trying to find but uh, Helium, Helium Squirter uh, 5 mana for Graf 3 and then it gives the Grafted creature flying this is crazy is as well yeah. it's, there's, such, there's the so much the... synergy in this deck uh, uh, yeah Either snipe, of course. Uh, Tezzeret's Gambit, yes. Draw two cards and then proliferate. So I don't know what's the order. It costs three, man. Yeah, it costs three mana. It's crazy good. Uh, Oh, oh, you got no vision stages. Oh, this one's crazy, crazy advantage. We left this for last, right? This is crazy advantage because it's got graph four. Okay, so six mana graph four. This used to be a red. Uh, One mana remove... Two plus one plus one counters among creatures you control. So it doesn't have to be the new vision sages. Anyone. And then you draw one card. Uh, draw a card. Man, sure. I mana. think this probably puts you into the archetype more than a lot of the rares. Obviously, Mystic Snake, you want to play it because it, in, you want to be in those colors because the card oh, is yeah, insane. Of course. But if, if there were multiple archetypes in that color, you wouldn't necessarily be drawn into this one. Especially because you can, like with green and blue, you can go in a slightly different direction where you play the blue for tempo and you play the, the green for ramp. Green for, yeah. green and you, for, you, yeah. you try and go over the top with like Polaco Worms and maybe some Eldrazi's. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the best shell for them where you play like ramp and growths in green and you play the Eldrazi spawns. And then oh, in, yeah. in blue, you just like tempo them with either Snipe and like Moldrift yeah. or drawing some cards. Whew. Uh, vapor snags uh, and like with vapor snags and repeals yeah you, you yeah. just go tempo in blue and big in green exactly. and then into Eldrazi's that's a different strategy but that's a different archetype yeah we'll but I think it, if you open this card like if you open the uh, the uncommon uh, which one the uh, the sages oh yeah like the sages push we'll you pretty push hard you into this archetype yep. because the, the, there's just so much incremental advantage in this yeah you you, you can yeah everything's gonna grab everything's like, gonna have a plus yeah. one plus one counter on it so if you have a couple of the uh, the the birds that hit and pl- proliferate like you get some counters oh, like man, it can get pretty dirty awesome. it can get yeah. pretty dirty it's strumming but um, it's a common now I yeah so. it's a common now so. oh man man you're gonna see a lot of them uh, of course, you want inexorable tide. I think you want this. Uh, you drop <laughs> yeah. this, and every every time you cast a spell, it proliferates, which is crazy good. But you have to sp- you have to invest at five, five mana. mana sorcery speed is awkward, but I th- think it's probably uh, big enough of a bomb. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if you if you're you know you can it set up the, the shell bomb. though. It's, it depends on the shell, right? 
Yeah, but you can set up the board such that okay, turn four, I've got it. All, I've got it relatively stable. Like you're not going to attack in, and then turn five, I'm going to drop this, and then from turn six onwards, like it's going to you know it's just going to explode. Yeah. Uh, yep. You have guile. Well, you want to open guile in a lot of blue decks. Cryptic command, obviously. Uh, yeah, none of those are related to the. Uh, none of those are related to. Uh, to the, the archetype. Uh, of course the. Planeswalkers get counters too, right? Yeah, planeswalkers. Awesome. You can proliferate planeswalkers. Uh, anything else that we want to have in this deck? Mystic Snake and the coastal, coastal, coastal. Yeah, the coastal. Coastal. Yeah, the coastal would want you to put, would want to put you into this type of archetype. Yeah, which is nice. If you have two, here's the thing: if you got two and you got the, you got the sages, it's basically pay one. Draw a card, you get two counters, and pay one. Draw a card, you get yeah, two counters. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that uncommon. Like the sages is just sages is really good. There's just like, so much synergy. Yeah, between the the spider that gives reach, the squirter that gives flying, flying the, the, the frog that gives yeah, uh, yeah the frog gives uh, shroud. And the guy and the the, the mage and taps. Uh, it's just and yeah, and proliferate, proliferate is just going to be so yeah. good. I think it's cool that we're seeing like affinity has quite a lot of synergy within itself. Uh, like the the graft has quite a lot of synergy. Well, the bloodthirst. Like, there are quite a few enablers as well. Like mm-hmm. even if it's just gut shot. Uh, yeah, black has some solid removal to keep things in check. And then yeah, there's some. It seems like there's quite a few variants within the same colors. Like even with green and black, or with red and black aggro, you could you can go slightly bigger with some of the bigger bloodthirst creatures, or you can oh, go you can fast and small. Yeah. Like if you pick up some of the berserkers, it's interesting. Uh, okay, so there's there's another archetype that requires proliferate, uh, which is the blue and black uh, wither. Yeah, uh, wither, like we said, is an interesting mechanic where it makes combat. It makes very combat very awkward very for your opponent. Yeah. Like you have to think a few. Like it really forces you to think a few turns ahead. Like okay, he's gonna block this, and now this thing is gonna have. Uh, you know, it's gonna have like minus one, minus one counters. Uh, let's go down. Okay, so let's go down black. We have Scavenger Drake, which is Scavenger nice. Drake. Yeah. You definitely want in this deck. Like if you can uh, you go to Scavenger Drake. Creatures. Uh, kill off creatures make the drake bigger and then start playing like Tezret's Gambit and stuff yeah and it becomes yeah it becomes some unstoppable force however it's 4 mana here's the I think it's fine 4 mana for a 1-1 flyer yeah okay so next turn oh, you for can... a 1-1 flyer it's obviously not fine but if you somehow start you like start if you immediately engine, kill a... yeah, 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 yeah you start yeah. the engine like it's it's really powerful uh, you have spread the sickness which is destroy target creature then you proliferate yep. which is nice uh, also, of course, it works with bloodthirst. So these, you know, these things are, uh, uh, you know, they don't exist on their own. Yeah, but in they this deck, you probably will want some of the bigger uh, bloodthirst, like the vampire outcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you want, you because want especially because if you get the if you get the bird that proliferates. Oh yeah, and if you if you get like a creature to come into play with bloodthirst, it can get pretty <laughs> big as well. Uh, it gets yeah, it's it's, it's so much nice value. that the archetypes like. You never see obviously when metalcraft it's a more linear strategy where like the cards always always all come to you, but it's nice to see that each of the cards usually has like different some other interaction with yeah other it has some other applications, yeah. even in the artifacts like some of some people will just play them, obviously not the ones with affinity and stuff if you're not deep into the uh into the archetype, but a lot of the cards, even the artifacts can fit into other decks or just colorless cards that require no man investment uh, color um, investment. 
Yeah, we mentioned uh, we mentioned earlier grim uh, grim affliction. It puts a minus one minus one counter on target creature, and then you proliferate. Uh, instill infection is a nice one uh, for four mana. You put a minus one minus one counter on target creature, and then you draw a card. Yeah, this card uh, is it's, it sets up the it sets up the proliferate. But I would you it's know pretty at instant unexciting. speed at instant speed you draw a card. The thing is you're playing blue with this, so. You'd pro- you probably have blue to draw your cards for you. Yeah, yeah, obviously, like, if you, let's say, like, uh, shrink their creature, and then in your turn, you maybe have, like, a Tezzerit's Gambit, or you have, like, a bird attacking and proliferating. Then that's pretty like, nice. It starts I mean, the, that's it pretty gets, nice. It gets the ball rolling, right? But it, yeah. it doesn't work by itself. Exactly. It, as a removal spell, that's not ideal. Uh, you have the Sickle Ripper also. We mentioned it before, 2-1 yeah. with the... It's nice to play in this deck. Yeah, obviously in that deck, you all, you also want the... Uh, you probably don't want the, the Lacerator, but you definitely want the... Uh, sickle, so, the yeah, sickle Ripper. The, the, yeah, because you, wanna, you, you still want like uh, low drops anyway, so... Yeah. Uh, Agony Warp, premium Agony, removal yeah, blue spell. Black, blue Black Agony Warp, this one's really good. Uh... Oh, Shadow Mage Infiltrator. Oh, but okay. this is a rare. That's the thing. Shadow Mage Infiltrator is indeed a rare. It's it, it should be a rare. It, it should also be a, be a different art. I don't know. I'm disappointed I, like the Wizards has stopped using like the invitational uh art. I don't know. I going on a tangent, you know. Like I I feel like I've been I've been listening to also a few people talk about this on on other podcasts and it, it feels to me like I'm on the side of people who think that they people who have been awarded old... this prize, like this honor of having mm-hmm. their own card, like this honor should be they should keep... forever. I, I Even though I can, I can understand the argument of making the original art rare yeah. as to give him more prestige. But, you know, I, I just want the card made available so people, like, know who about... these guys are. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, people but that's, were... that's also the argument for, like, making it rare. Like, you have the two versions, and then you figure, hey, one's more expensive than the other one. And then you have to go back, and you have yeah. to figure out, like, why is this so expensive? Oh, it's because it's got uh, X and Y space yeah, in this. But I don't think... I don't think the the value should be the thing telling you like making yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. So I because I personally I think the wizard should have kept going with the invitation like with every year oh, yeah. having someone that make their own awesome. card. Um, but I think that people should know who these people were who were like they, they left their mark on on magic yeah. and I I feel these like, are important. I mean these are important exactly. people. Like there were, we call were, the cards we call these yeah. cards like Bob. We call them oh, of course Snapcaster Mage Johnny like, Magic. Yeah, yeah. That's why. So these are people that you should know, like Brian Kib- like Brian Kibler was. Uh, what's his name? Meddling was it Meddling Mage? Yeah, man. No, that's Chris Pacula. No, that's Chris. Ah, oh, sheesh. Who is Brian Kibler a card? Bob Mars is Dark Confidant. Bob is. Oh. There's a Shadow Mage Infiltrator is a, uh, obviously Johnny Magic. Uh, who is Snapcaster? Snapcaster Mage. Tiago Chan. Tiago Chan, yeah. And there's also Void Mage Prodigy. That's uh, oh, yeah. It's just oh, no, interesting. No, no. Like Bright these stories, these, these stories are interesting for people to know about. And I think they should they they should be immortal in these in these cards. I don't. That's the thing. I don't. I don't think so. It makes the like. I I feel that when these cards came out or when these cards were designed, like that's uh, specific for them. I understand like, that like that's Britain, where you know? when they happen, and in that in that sense, they belong in that age and era. Mm. 
But that, I feel like the, the, the more recent players should also know about the, the history. This thing that used to be a tradition. Mm. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm just because 50, I'm 50 used to 50 on that. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's arguments on both sides. And I love, yeah. uh, I, I love it when the art is just as good. Like, um, like I don't like the new Dark Confident art. I love the new Dark Confident art. I, I like, I think I prefer the new Dark Confident I art. I like the profile, the, the, uh, what's profile that they give for Dark Confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that looks like Joker, the, yeah, the yeah. new Joker. That one's cool. Why can't you use that? I art? think this one's pretty cool. Mm. I really like this one. This one's okay. I, 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 yeah. Although the older version of uh, I think this is a I think this is a much worse art than uh, the original, than the original Shadow, yeah, Mage. Yeah, Shadow Mage Infiltrator. I think I have a copy somewhere. Anyway, it was in Time Spiral, so it's not that unlikely that people own one. I don't know. I didn't play for a very long time. Anyway. Uh, Demil Gilgate Target Not player a, draws a card. Really? Hmm. Target player draws a card. Target player discards a card. I wonder if you really want to play this in a blue. I probably black would play. Oh uh, yeah, no. Kidding. I probably would play this card. It says- if I'm playing blue or black, I would definitely play this <laughs> card because like the black ability is is a uh, yeah, discard a card. See? The blue ability is draw a card. Seriously. This is insane card advantage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we missed out a card from Red Black Aggro. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ashenmore Gauger, 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 Gauger. I do. It's probably French. Gauger, Gauger, No, if it's French, then it will be good. Gauger. <laughs> it's probably silent, just silent OG. Yeah. Uh Anyway, yeah, it's a uh, three mana for three mana. You get a four four that can't block. Oh shame! Yes. Oh, what a shame! You're beating them for four. Uh, anything else in the proliferate? Okay, you might want chimeric mass. Yeah, because it's not relevant. No, it, you drop it. Oh, yeah, you drop yeah, it for X bigger. counters, and then you know you can proliferate on yeah, top of that. Yeah, it belongs. It, it probably belongs in the other deck more than this one because this one has less proliferate. Uh, Ever flowing chalice will also be a nice uh, again. This thing also. So like I th- I feel like ever tr- ever flowing chalice expedition map. Sphere of the suns rampant growth all go into that green blue tempo ramp deck. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this deck would probably be the most fun to draft if you get the the right pieces in blue to delay them. You will be like make no mistake. This will be a Tron deck. Without the Tron lens. <laughs> Without Tron lens. Like this will be a deck that difficult. will be will have inevitability because it will come to a point in the game where things are big. Oh, yeah. Like Black Worms, Eldrazi's. But it will have a fragile early game because if you're taking up slots in a 40-card deck with a big, like, with the end of the curve, like, the, the low drops will have to be Vapor Snags, Repeals, that sort of thing. It's got so it to buy you time. Yeah. It's got to buy you a lot. You need to assess. I think this deck can be very fun, but you need to assess how uh, quick the format is to know if you can spend the first few turns rampant growing and putting al- Alloy Mirror down. Like, if, I, you, I if, you can, if it is reasonable that you can spend the first few turns, like, deploying ramp spells, like Everflowing Chalice, Alloy Mirror, and... Uh, not necessarily expedition map, but like spirit, spirit of the sun and yeah. uh, rampant growth. You want definitely tumble magnet in in that um, archetype because you want to slow them down. You want to yeah. Uh, if you're proliferating as well, even though it costs three mana, like on the third turn you're probably wayfarer's bauble too. Yeah, wayfarer's bauble is fine. 
Uh, okay, but we're jumping ahead. Uh, so what do we want to see when we? I'm excited about that that archetype. Is why I'm being so <laughs> like I, I I love that sort of deck where you sort of control your opponent and then there's just the like inevitability. Off, right? yeah. Even though I hate Tron, like the Tron deck, I think is. But yeah, but you're not playing Tron. I think a lot of people hate Tron, especially like control decks. They can't they can't handle blue Tron, like because they get. I think. They get so much mana. I hate Bluetron for the fact that it plays Platinum Angel. Oof. I played a. It can be killed so easily. Yeah, I know, but like, ugh. I played one FNM in uh, Lisbon a while back where I was lent a mono red deck. Uh huh. There was like a budget mono red deck for modern, right? So yep. the guy had, yeah, I think he had lightning bolts, but he had like light, uh, lightning strikes in the deck. In modern, it didn't have any goblin guides. Oh man, that is. It was like a pre-budget version. It had like uh, you know the phenix, the the two-two haste phoenix that when you deal damage to with a with a red spell, it returns oh, to your hand from your graveyard. Yeah. Uh, Chandra's Chandra's, Chandra's phoenix. Fire. Yeah, Chandra's yeah. Fire. So it was a budget version, but I actually did pretty well. And then I ended up facing Bluetron twice. <laughs> and just... there was one round where both games he turned three natural Tron into Platinum Angel. Wah, wah, wah. Oh well. Oh well, <laughs> well uh, he can swing and then he blocks and then you just lightning bolt the. Yeah, he wasn't blocking. Yeah, uh, I you did. Can ha- wait, I had, you can wait until you get two lightning bolts. But I had, I had, uh, yeah. But he killed me because he started. Like, if you if you natural oh, yeah, tron, yeah, you can... like he natural tron, he put down the angel and then he started like world spire, uh, uh, not world spire worm, um, uh, worm coil engine. Worm coil engine. Yeah. yeah, it gets over the. Uh, but then there was another round where I, I sh- I played. Actually, I got to a point where I shattered, I shattered the uh, the platinum the angel. platinum angel. I managed to have him counter a random burn spell and land a blood moon. Mm-hmm. So I turned off Tron. Yep. And then drew five consecutive mountains. Wah, wah, wah. The deck didn't have any fetches either. Oh, uh, so budget version. So yeah, so I I just drew five straight mountains and eventually the guy like got enough lands to cast another to one. go big. Uh, okay, so what Side do we want to see when we open our packs for this? Uh, again, we want to see Inexorable Tide. Um, Cryptic Command, always. <laughs> uh, Profane Command, uh, the problem with Profane Command doesn't put the counters on... It doesn't put counters. It's not like Black Sun. That is game. correct. I wish it were Black Sun, but unfortunately... Yeah, but you're still like... Obviously, you always want Bitter Blossom in this deck. Like you want bitter blossom in every black deck, yeah. But yeah, as for rares, it's not very clear what you'd want um, apart from uh, Shadow Mage, Shadow Mage Infiltrator. Obviously, like it's just an advantage. It will push you hot blue black. into into these colors. It yeah. it will definitely. Uh, other than that, there's I think... there's some other. Um, go up. Uh, oh, the... No, no, not that one. Which one? Isn't there like a siege or something? No. A leech, sorry. Oh no, just the Shadow no, Mage no, Infiltrator. No, 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 yeah. yeah, it's not very clear what the rares will have to offer other than like Cryptic Command. Yeah, that's... and like the obvious bombs. Yeah, and Shadow Mage Infiltrator, but it's definitely a very consistent sort of has a, It definitely has some uh, some very strong cards in the archetype, especially in black. It has quite a lot of removal spells, but yeah. it doesn't have. I don't think it has quite a quite as much ener- uh, synergy as either the graft mechanic. Or the, yeah, the graphical craft. mechanic feels like there's a lot more synergy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it seems to me like affinity affinity was very strong in Modern Masters one as well. Oh yeah. I feel like here metalcraft and affinity together, and as well as graft the graft mechanic, they both have quite a lot of enablers, 
and they both can come to a point where you you're just quite far ahead uh so we also have a monorate elemental so another that's another archetype that we've um uh, that we've identified monorail elementals I think it's quite cool you have a lot of the elementals that um, you got smoke braider uh, which produces two mana let's go from the top monorail elementals uh, of course you have you have this guy you know not this one here we go incandescent yeah, in- soul stoke yep this guy gives you two mana. Uh, it gives all your other elementals plus one plus one, and then you can pay one in red and drop an elemental. And it can, it has haste, but you gotta sacrifice it at the end of turn. Uh, so you want to use this with like a persist creature, like that seven, <laughs> like uh, what's his name? Thunderblast. Yeah, Thunderblast, which is also an elemental, so it becomes a. Oh, it's crazy good. Uh, you want to use it with spike bellows, of course. Uh, you think <laughs> it's a seven? It's a seven two, and then when it dies, it's gonna do six damage to another creature. So it's gonna kill two creatures. Yeah, a lot of the bloodthirst <laughs> creatures will in red will end up fitting into this archetype, but just the uh, the the elemental sort of uh, synergy just between them. Yeah, I, there's only like four elements. There aren't that many, no. Yeah, uh, there's the inner inner flame igniter. It's got the uh, three three mana. It's three mana. It's a two two three mana. You can give target creature you control. No, plus one it's plus zero. all creatures you control plus <gasps> one plus zero. This is perforous oh, ability. Oh man, I read that wrongly. It's and if you better. like like the elementals from that block, uh, if you activate this ability three, three times, times, all of them gain first strike. Yeah, you can activate it more than three times, of course. But on the third time, when it resolves, it gets uh, you know it, all of them an added bonus. Strike. Yeah. Uh, you got Smoke Braider. Smoke Braider is the one that you can tap and produces two mana, which is for nice. elemental effects. Because you go turn two Smoke Braider, turn three uh, Thunderblaster. No, Maldrifter. Thunderblast. Uh, yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> that even better, Thunderblast. Uh, Maldrifter is a common, so you can. Yeah, Maldrifter is cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, it sucks that the Tribal there? Flames is so bad in this. It's, uh, yeah. Tribal Flames like... is useless. Well, we uh, there's there's some there's some stuff in the reject pile that I'll I'll mention later, like red, um, red sunburst. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Okay, uh, we also got soul bright flamekin. This is uh, two mana target creature against trample. So you uh, and then after you activate it the third time, you get eight mana. Eight yeah. Red so mana for back. six, you you get eight give mana. trample and you ramp into eight, and then. And then you what can you do it, with eight? Then you put it into inner flame igniter, which yeah, gives them like, plus one plus plus one plus zero, and then gives them yeah. trample at the end of it. Basically, so, in this archetype, you'll be playing mono red bloodthirst, but you'll have like the the elementals in the background to sort of to push, push you over the top as well. Over the top, man. Uh, it's quite cool. It's quite cool that like each of the different archetypes has like this. It's crazy. This all, good. There's always this possibility that things just go terribly out of control for your opponent. Yeah, I you know there was a sealed. I mean, uh, we'll talk about it in a while. But I did a sealed pool. I got four braid smoke braiders. Two of these guys and two of the inner flame igniter. That's crazy. I'm definitely just I'm you know I'll just play elementals. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of my deck can be you know rubbish. I don't really care. Yeah, splash a little blue for the mole drifters. Yeah. Uh, are there any other elementals that I'm missing? Probably not. 
Uh, of Let's course, we have yeah, hot hot of notions, but we'll talk about that in a while. You probably play like electricery in this deck and Niv Mizet. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you want to go like blue red, uh, which has more of the elements. It's probably but it, all it's the, most mostly mono red, and then slight uh, blue splash for value. Yeah, because you got um, you've got oh right, the last elemental shrewd hatchling uh, enters the battlefield, so it's uh, four mana. Enters the battlefield with four minus one minus one counters. Uh, target creature can't block one red or blue hi uh, hybrid. Target creature can't block shrewd hatchling this this turn. Yeah. And then whenever you cast a blue spell, remove a minus one minus one counter from it. Whenever you cast a red spell, remove a minus one minus one counter from it. It's so big. Yeah, it gets it gets big fast. Um, and it's got shroud by the way. Oh <laughs> uh, no no it doesn't have shroud. Sorry. No no no. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's just the name Shrewd. Anything else? No, no, I not for so. the side. Yeah, time. but anyway, Elementals, uh, Elementals is a cool, um, you know, side mechanic that you can that you can use, and it's really, you know, it it seems really, really good. Uh, finally, last uh, archetype, you can go black white. I don't know. There's two more. I forgot to mention. There's the green. There's the green black. Um, Tokens. Tokens, yeah. Green, black tokens, but we'll talk about that later. Black, white, soul shift, and changeling. Uh, well, it's a very sort of... There aren't that many cards that support this, right? Soul shift there is are a... There actually quite a few cards. Okay, so let's go up black with for the soul shift. Okay. Uh, Do you want to explain soul shift? Yeah, okay. So soul shift, let's say soul shift, it comes with a number. Let's say soul shift X. When the creature dies, you may return target spirit card with converted mana cost X or less from your graveyard to your hand. So usually when the spirit costs, so these are spirits, and when they cost, let's say, three mana, they will have like soul shift two. Yeah, it's um, usually one less, one less than, than their, than their mana cost. cost. So just a small reminder, soul shift uh, allows you to get a spirit card which means that you can get a changeling. changeling card from the graveyard. That is correct. Uh, and we'll see, you know, black and uh, in black and white, there are very interesting spirits and changelings. It's, okay, it's so, quite interesting, like Thief of Hope, like the first card we're seeing. Whenever yeah. you cast a spirit or arcane spell... Target opponent loses one life, and you gain one life. And yeah, it's got so shift too. This with the, uh, the thing that gives plus three, minus three, the changeling card. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you cast that. Uh, you, like, you drain one. You kill a creature. You you kill a creature, drain one, and then you also like when the thing dies, you I go and get the again. removal spell again. Yeah, that's quite cool. Uh, you got scuttling death. It's five mana for four two. Sacrifice itself. Target creature gets minus one minus one. Soul shift four, to probably get back your thief of hope. Man, uh, this is insane. Like a card with soul shift that can sacrifice itself. Yeah. So you know it can be five mana, five mana for four two. When you're done attacking for that turn. Sacrifice it, get back another creature, kill one creature. Uh, the value. Uh, Plague Rusalka. Uh, we've seen this before. One black mana, one one. Uh, one black, sacrifice a creature, target creature gets minus one, minus one to end of turn. Yep. Good also with sack tokens. Out, uh, yeah, sack it's a sack outlet. Nameless Inversion the is card. a changeling card. Plus three, minus three. Uh, target creature gets plus three, minus three, and gains all creature types until Loses all creature types. Loses? Yeah. Oh, loses, sorry. Loses yeah, this card is, types. like, this is interesting. This sort of deck, you're going to want to play, like, a birthing pot bot deck where you, oh, like, fill yeah. the curve. Yep. And you start you start soul shifting from the top 
and then, and then downwards, keep yeah. down the chain. So it's the other way around than birthing pod, really. But you want the sack outlet, and then you want to start stacking from the top. Yep. Uh, and you can, yeah, and you even can take back like these cards, the changeling cards. Yep. Uh, what else do you have? Uh, you have ghostly changeling, which is a three mana. Uh, changeling is 2-2 two, two, and then you can pay one one and one black one generic one black it has the, uh, the shade one one. the shade yeah, pump it's got shade abilities uh, what else obviously what else death here? denied is also yeah, like denied the sort of card you want in this archetype <laughs> and then yeah you, you can start the entire chain all over again yep. you got bone splitters which is also, also another sack outlet which is nice um, what else do you have uh, reassembling no reassembling skeleton is more for the token strategy. Um, devouring greed, uh, which as an additional cost to casting it, you may sacrifice any number of spirits. Target player loses two life plus two life for each spirit sacrificed this way. Like this can it's be an killer. insane finisher. Like yeah, it's a finisher. You, you suddenly soul shifted up all your cards. Like you put them all back into play, and then you sacrifice <laughs> them all over again. <laughs> oh, put all like, the triggers on the stack. Oh no! Can you imagine if you have like a bunch of a bunch of spirits? Yep. You you play this sacrificing all your your and then spirits. you take back everything except the the highest costing one exactly it's like, <laughs> exactly uh, okay so puppeteer click is important in this as well because it reanimates yeah puppeteer click is I think the rare that will put you into into this into archetype this archetype definitely mirror entity also might put yeah you but mirror entity is just a bonkers it's card. also good in uh, it's also good in the tokens uh, it's also good in the tokens I would splash. Splash oh, yeah. white. Mirror, white Mirror Entity is probably one of the most oppressive rares in the set. <laughs> it kills. It kills people. Uh, okay, you have another spirit here. Legendary creature. Hikari Twilight Guardian for 5 mana. It's a 4-4 four, four flyer. It's one of the first legendary uncommons we've seen. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, Seeing but, a legendary uncommon, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But for 5 mana, you get a 4-4 four, four flyer. It's okay. Yeah, it flickers when you play a uh, spirit ar arcane spell, right? Yep. That's fine. Uh, at the beginning... So of the next the step, thing, it's yeah. like a flicker wisp. Yeah, but there's no board wipes, which is kind of weird. Yeah. You can play this... Well, technically, there's profane command and all is dust. Uh, there's all is dust, exactly. So you can hopefully play a spirit, uh, you know, exile this and play wildfire, get rid of everything, and then this drops again. So yeah. you got 4-4. Four, four. Uh, but you've got, to, you've got to have a lot of mana for that. Yeah. Um, Spectral uh, procession that's, uh, that's makes spirits, happens. but it's yeah. the wrong kind of uh, spell. Yeah, we don't have we don't have like spirit pumping uh, no. creatures. Um, what else would you want? You want Kami of the Ancient Law? Yeah. This one is a spirit. Sacrifice it. Destroy target enchantment, which is fine. It's two mana for two two. That's okay. Yeah. It feels like this archetype is missing a few cards, but yeah. Uh, we Moon, Moonlit Strider. Uh, you can sacrifice its uh, its four mana. It's a one for sacrifice itself. Target creature you control gains protection from the color of your choice. I think this it's might be three. this good. might have the most value associated with it. Yeah, it's so w w the reason why I said that it seems like it's missing a few cards is the chain is incomplete in both colors. You need well, you need both colors to complete the chain. Yes, exactly. So that's why I mean that's so, why it's like black and uh, black and white. Um, Sunlands. Sunlands is just a good, good white card. Uh, Terashi's, Terashi's Grasp. Um, it's also it's awkward. A arcane, yeah. It's an arcane spell, which... Yeah, but it needs artifact or enchantment as a target. It's yeah. awkward. Uh, the last one, uh, the last spirit we have in white is uh, Waxman Baku. 
Um, whenever you cast a spirit or arcane spell, you may put a key counter on it, and if you remove X key counters, you can pay one, remove X key counters, and then you can tap X target creatures. Finisher. This is, like, uh, this is a finisher. Yeah, so it seems like you don't have that many variants for each of the... Uh, I think you have two Soul Shift 2, one Soul Shift 3, and one Soul Shift 4. Yeah. I think that's not enough. I, w- yeah. I would recommend this being played in Limited. Uh, sorry, not limited in uh, no, not in sealed in draft. Oh yeah, yeah no, like de- you, definitely, in definitely. Sealed, you need to really open the god packs for this to work properly. Yeah, but, for yeah. this to work properly in in in, uh, but even in draft, you're gonna want to see multiples, which is not always possible. But yeah, hopefully you will. And the archetype seems crazy strong. I think that that might be the reason why why there there aren't that many enablers because mm. it could have been. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they tested it. I don't know. It's it seems pretty good because like it's 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 more than two for one. Most of these creatures are more than two for one. Yeah. It doesn't just have like oh this is the creature and then soul shift. It seems to be to me else. quite insane if you have multiples of the spirits and you can like play the thing where you you you, you deal two plus two for each spirit and oh, then you yeah. sac you you sacrifice them all <laughs> and then you you and start you building the chain there. back up. Yeah. That can be quite good. Uh, we have long forgotten uh, Gohei, which is an artifact. It's rare. Uh, arcane spells you, call, you cast cost one less, and uh, spirit creatures you control get plus one plus one. Uh, okay, yeah. so I don't think this is a is yeah. Okay. I don't think this is the first pick. I think this is a card you can see coming late. And if yeah. you see this coming late into your archetype, you're, you're so well. This, and yeah, yeah, this I will I will play this per, the procession mostly because I can find this card. I think everyone will pass this card. Yeah, I I don't think anybody would want to go into this. Like, you want to collect your pieces first. Like, yeah. you want to see. But uh, I I don't think people will even be aware of this archetype at first. No man, people are people are brewing. People are just crazy like us, and they're brewing already. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying for this weekend, like you're going to be drafting. I'm going to be drafting. Oh yeah, like we don't I think until Sunday. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think this archetype might be. My take might be open. Yeah, yeah. puppeteer click. I think is the the rare that puts you into this ar- archetype the most. Yeah, puppeteer click, uh, mirror entity. Yeah, um, and, and the, you, I think the whole go high. You're you're sort of expecting to come around. Oh yeah, and like pick it up. Uh, anything else that you want to see in this archetype? Probably a bitter blossom. Uh, no, bitter blossom. You always want to see bitter blossom yeah, because it's unbeatable. Um, yeah, I think those are those are the two cards that. You want to see uh, pop up, like you want to, you know. I I guess the first few picks probably be, probably wouldn't be spirits, but once you see, uh, some people start passing these, just start taking them, like it's you know. I think you probably start with taking the dismembers and the spectral processions, and then start seeing the soul shift coming around. The nameless inversion. Or for the first the, few, I think for the first few times you're. If you I, really want to force it, you're going to be well off. Oh, yeah, obviously, Nameless Inversion yeah, nameless is a inversion, great pickup. You definitely won one of these. Sunlands as well. Yeah, I think you pick up the removal first, and then you see what you want to do, like Sign yeah. and Blood. Because all these are changed. Remember, these are all changeling cards. Uh, so you can pick up one or two soul shifts just to get back your you know, your Nameless yeah. Inversion. I think the power in this particular archetype is how interta- interchangeable most of the pieces are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This o- is obviously, like- Ghost Council of Arzova is insane <laughs> as a sack outlet. Oh, it's a spirit. Right. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, this is exactly the same as, um, uh, as the uh, Elementals. Like, it's a side... It's a little side project that yeah. you have going. It's it's pretty good, I think. 
yeah, if you have if you open like Ghost Council, it would be awesome. Ghost Council probably yeah, be, puts you pretty puts hard you, in these colors. White and black, this is definitely what you want. Uh, okay, so moving on to the last archetype. The last archetype is green-black tokens. Uh, and well, we've, we've gone through a lot of them already. We'll just highlight uh, a few. Uh, of course, Bestial Menace. Bestial Menace gets you, for one card, it gets you three creatures. That's what you want. Um, uh, what else? Rootkin, Rootkin Ally. Okay, so yeah, this you want, like, Convoke. Uh, you know, com- Convoke because you got all the all the tokens. You can go green-white tokens as well with the yeah. Raise the Alarm, Fortify, and Spectral Procession. That's oh, also yeah, quite yeah, strong. Definitely. Uh, do you, would you recommend, like, three colors? No. Okay, I think it's doable, but you need the Karus to come around. Like the the Karus being uncommon is actually quite worrying. Oh yeah, you're gonna see the Karus as much you, as you were seeing the the triple lens in uh, in Kans, uh, and I, I don't think that's enough yeah, to to support true. to support a like a solid three color archetype. But if you end up seeing like the Karus coming around, like definitely jump into three colors because the uh, like the, the there are token enablers yeah. spread across the three. Uh, you have uh, Kozilex, Kozilex Predator. Having said that, in Vader. black, all you have is Bitter Blossom and um, and the uh, Dread Dread uh, Dread Drone. Yeah, so maybe green white is enough with a mm. Raise the Alarm, a Spectral Procession, Fortify, and white also has Convoke spells as well. Yeah, so it does. it's nice to it's nice to have uh, Overwhelm. Overwhelm, yeah. <laughs> Although Overwhelm is a bit overcosted. Uh, well, Seven mana for giving all your creatures plus three plus three. Although fine. you can convert, you can it doesn't convert. give trample is the problem. Yeah, that's true. Scatter the seed of your all of them. Seeds, yep. everyone uh, you can find. So you convoke and then it produces three more, uh, three more one one uh, yeah. green cyprolink tokens. Scion of the wild is the, the card centerpiece. that you want to pick up because this is a star star. It's star star because it's the number of power and toughness equal to the number of creatures that you control. So this is what you want to. This really is a a farmer rare at a common slot. Yeah. Uh, making popper, yeah, and I noticed uh, we talked about this like being in popper. Uh, oh yeah, pick up foils of this. Uh, right. Yeah, I I noticed uh, dark st- uh, oh, man. What's the dark steel citadel? Yeah, it's the, the land. Yeah, it's common now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Why? That's I fine. have so many problems. Come on, I um, yeah, I have popper. That's I still because, play popper. Yeah, Come people on, don't want you to enjoy popper. <laughs> Sucks. Uh, is irrelevant. Vitae, uh, um, destroy target artifact enchantments got convoked. Irrelevant. Uh, it's okay. Thrive, Thrive also works in this deck because like you can pump everything. And yeah, uh, with the Talit uh, one one, and then leaves behind a one one token. That's something that you want to see. Um, any right? There is the Necrogenesis was the the one we were sort of seeing in, in green and black. Green and black, yeah. So if you open this, if you open this, you kind of want to have it. Um, Necrogenesis is quite powerful. Yeah, because it gives you inevitability. Yeah, like, it's sort of a pretend enough, bitter blossom, right? Yeah, and if you've got enough like removal, basically your removal kills that creature, and then you remove the creature yeah. from. The also graveyard. hoses the spirit deck, which is unfortunate. Oh yeah, yeah. Will uh, Liege. That's Will what Liege, you want. Yeah, Will Liege is the insane combo wombo. It's <laughs> combo wombo by making everything huge and unstoppable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and you also want uh, Celestia Guild Mage. Yeah, like I think we were wrong. I think white. 
thinking better, like looking better at it, you probably want green white tokens. No, it's it's fine. Like I think green white and green black uh, both hold tokens very well because yeah. of uh, some of the with black guys. you use them as a finisher and you sort of like kill everything with the mm-hmm. black removal, and with white you can go like bigger yeah. and wider, especially wider because you have raise the alarm and procession. Uh, other than that, of course you want tokens in Mortar the, Pod. Yeah, you want tokens pod. with Mortar Pod. Uh, because you just equip it a mortar pot and like kill things. Um, other than that, I don't think there's much. Yeah. No. Mm. Uh, uh, no, no. I wouldn't. Re- yeah, I wouldn't recommend you getting like germ tokens because uh, those aren't those aren't very useful. Really, they're zero zeros. Okay, so honorable mentions or basically reject piles that we, uh, I've I've I mean we. We've seen it like white red aggro pretend aggro. Yeah, pretend aggro is not really a thing. I don't think so. Like you're better in black red aggro because um, yeah, white definitely pairs much better with with either. blue and with green. Like that's uh, the yeah. colors that you want. Even, Even black is fine because yeah. you end up with having disruption in white and like oblivion white. rings and stuff, and then rem- hard removal in black. The problem with white red, like they don't, they just don't pair properly. Like you have you have okay removal you have pretty good removal in white you have okay removal in red but they don't pair properly like no. one one wants to set up for the late game one wants to you know gain incremental advantage when you have like Merce Smith, when you have uh, spectral possession like these are I think when you see like the level of synergy you can achieve with blue white uh, blue green uh, red black white green and white, white black. black like yeah. there's just so much there like you really don't want to go into the colors that don't pair very well together yeah white red is white red is definitely one of them yeah uh, red green has some like interesting rares but i don't think they pair well together either because uh, yeah, green yeah. is trying to go either the tokens route or just like green big. wants to go big yeah that's the thing like you have and red is not really trying to do that sort of thing like you have the big hydra you have the hellkite trident oh, oh we thought we forgot to talk about and queen oh and queen is like the ultimate um, ultimate token, token card producer, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it doesn't, it conflicts. Like these two, these two guys conflict. Even if you open like a Kiki-Jiki, there's nothing in green that you want to... Except for the, really the, um, the spawns and the, even the, the Rukin. Maybe Palaka Worm. Yeah, Palaka Worm, Rukin <laughs> and the... Uh, yeah, but it's just like, it's, you see what that's I mean? Such like, a, that's such a, uh, what do you call it? Like it's a magical Christmas land. Yeah, um, ultimate Christmas land. <laughs> ultimate Christmas land. Uh, okay, so, and the last one, this one definitely, honorable mention, Red Sunburst. Okay, and the reason why it's Red Sunburst is because only the red cards, specifically the red cards, have the five color abilities, such as the World Heart Phoenix. World Heart Phoenix is pretty cool. You can cast it from your graveyard for white, black, green, blue, uh, red, and it comes back onto the battlefield with five plus one, uh, two plus one plus one counters. So it's it not even that four, much four for that much effort. Ah, so and the, uh, no, like, but you can cast it from your graveyard. Like it's always. Recur- I know, I know, recur- but it's just like you're gonna need to get all the Karoos. You're gonna like you, uh, you need go. You need go uh, like at least red green for uh, that, like to ramp and like red green. Like just we just said, don't don't really pair very well. Uh, we also have Dragon Soul Knight. 
This actually gets is. pretty big. It gets plus five, plus three, flying Whoa. trample. Whoa. It becomes a seven, five, first strike, flying trample. Like, it's pretty big. Whoa. But you had to, like, you had to have five work mana. so hard <laughs> for those five mana. By the, time you, by the time you do that, your opponent will have X number of creatures, whereas you have one dragon scale knight. Man, it's just dragon awful, awful, awful. Like, the Karoos are uncommon. You have Rampant Grove, fair enough. But then, like... Cards like uh, the the Manta, the Skyreach Manta, and the Etched Oracle are just so much. Like exactly. they were such higher exactly. picks. They were such high picks in uh, Modern Masters One, yeah. and they're such slow picks here. No, yeah, that's the thing. Like Sunburst, Sunburst does. Etched Oracle is okay something. in uh, in the graft mechanic, but like mm. Etched Oracle, Etched Oracle seems good because you can proliferate. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's okay with some in some decks, but it's but yeah, alone. It was such a high pick because you could you could so easily get there with the vivid with lands. The vivid lands, yeah. Uh, I don't know what what other sunburst uh, cards are there. That's edge monstrosity. But, this will be interesting to to pull off, but yeah. Uh, so if you do see edge monstrosity, please don't first pick it. All you have like, is like not gonna work. caged sun, caged sun, and rampant growth. That's what you get. <laughs> and Karoo at Uncommon uh, go, guys, try not yet. go and sunburst with that try it try uh, okay so mm, oh Evolving Wilds fine yeah Evolving yeah you got Me. Evolving Wilds not impressed does colorless count as a color uh, uh, judge <laughs> <laughs> okay so like we mentioned the Karoo lands uh, the Karoo lands are uh, I, I, uncommon. So any strategy that you want to run with Karulans, it's going to be a bit tough. So it's that's crash why and we're burn. yeah we're, we're saying why sunburst is not a not a good idea. Okay, um, let's do a short one um, for a second part of the show, which is a modern draft, modern masters suit pool generator. So if you go to Magic Drafting. Whew, if you go to magicdrafting.com, you can draft a sealed deck. And apparently, uh, we've been getting a lot of well, yeah. a lot of for cards a, that are above For a pool value. that should be $60, because it's a sealed pool, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting always like around about $100 and above. Yeah. yeah, so you can go here. I mean, like. $150 this last pool. 146 Okay, let's do it again. Uh, oh, seventy nine dollars. Okay, so this is actually a bad eighty dollar pool. Let's 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 build this one like okay, a, a low so value one. Okay, so huh, this has two remands. That's interesting. There has two remands. Let's see what's uh what's in our rares. Puppeteer click. Puppeteer click. Uh, while wow, we have all the shapeshifters as well. Uh, or nameless inversion. We're seeing. Oh, we have two, nice. two, two soul stokes. <laughs> Incandescent soul stoke. We might be building that. Uh oh man, we got. S- Smoke Braider as well. Um, oh, Shadow Mage Infiltrator. Oh, nice. Blue, black. Uh, oh, Ant Queen? Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. Oh, we're man, green. Too many, uh, man, we're being greedy. We're being greedy. No, we're going to be green. Uh, For sure. Oh, we have Edge Oracle. Oracle as oh, well. Champion, sorry. Edge Champion. Oh, uh, Edge Champion. Yeah. Okay. I have uh, I have Ugin. Okay, so looks like... Let's try and see what these artifacts look like. Okay, so the artifacts we have uh, Mirror Enforcer, Edge Champion, and not that much, and Glint Hawk Idol. No, I don't think you can do. Mm. Um, I don't think you can do an Affinity. Probably uh, not. Affinity. Okay, I think we're gonna probably go Graft. We have the Frog. Yep. We have the Ant Queen. 
which is um, just a huge card. We have we the, the, the Rukin and the Spider. And we got Nalit Pack, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, we have some ramp in the form of Rampant Grove. We've we got have the some, Thrive. Uh, yeah, we've got Thrive. Oh, what is this? The Swans. Uh, swans of Bryn Argol. That's pretty good. Far three for four. Mm. Uh, okay, so let's go up. Uh, I would probably play... Our red seems pretty good. Our black with Puppeteer Click, Nameless Inversion, two Infections, one Grim Affliction, mm, one blown bones, Bone Splinters, bones. Sign in Blood, Sickle Ripper, three, uh, three Waking, waking nightmares. nightmares. That is terrible. Oh, man. Although Waking... Here's the thing. Like I, I definitely endorse playing Mine, uh, mine Rot in Sealed. Like you should main deck this and Me. it's I don't like it's it. card advantage. Yeah, so sure, one, but I don't like it. <laughs> uh we actually have pretty decent removal in um uh, in we don't have any black. of the high removal spells, but yeah. Yeah. I think blue is probably our strongest color. Oh, man. Let, let's see. We have air servant, double remand, we have the sages. Yeah, yeah I oh, think Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're green blue. Um Telling time as well. We have two of the graft mages. Two of the graph. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're green Vision blue. Graph mage. Yep. We're green blue. Uh, let's let's take a look at why we got core dualist. We got the homunculus, uh, the kami, sunlands. Oh, we have a strider. We need strider. Yeah. Yeah. We the black isn't very good though. It's yeah. just. Uh, it's it's okay. It's a not, lot of average cards. Yeah. So if we start with blue, we're we're gonna have air servant, the sages, double remand. Uh, we're gonna have uh, these aren't very good without an artifact. What are these? Oh, this is the one with the affinity for uh, somber, somber have got cloud, we got cloud elemental. Cloud, cloud is elemental nice, is fine. But telling it's like twenty. Yeah, telling time is good. Uh, double graft mage. So uh, for player playables, we have how many playables we have? Like air servant um, one, sages two, double remand four, one elemental five, telling six time. for telling time, eight with the the graft mages. Okay. Uh, in green. And then looking in green, in green we got Anne Queen, uh, the Rootkin, uh, the Spider, Nullet Pack, uh, Kozilex, yeah, Kozilex Invader as well. Predator. Uh, Predator and uh, Rampant Growth and, and Thrive. Growth. So seven. Seven plus eight, fifteen. Now we have the Frog. That's uh, sixteen. 16. Uh, go to the top. We also have the green blue. Yeah, we have the green blue Karoo. And we have uh, Evolving Wilds, which is fine. Okay, go up. Do we not have any? any mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the, the the top is white. Okay. Man, this is this is a tough. This is a tough pool. This is a tough pool, for sure. It's pretty. I will, I, it's pretty even, evenly split. Let, let's see what the, what our lens allow us to splash. If uh, we if we try. We got. Oh, white what is black. this? Oh yeah, this is not very good on That's splash. The this oh, yeah, we can we can play this artifact, as well. Uh, oh, the one that gains flying. the gust skimmer. We can play that. Yep. So that's that put us to nineteen playables. Is that uh, it? Yep. Um, uh, we have. Oh, this this is fine as well. Kite sail. Um, so we. Yeah, it looks like we're a little bit short on playables. We have blue, green, white, green, black, white, white, red, and an evolving wilds. So, I think we can splash one other color. Would um, that color be white? I want, yeah, I want to say either black or white because black has pretty good removal. White. I think our land is for white, right? We have the Celestia one. We have the Celestia one, and we have that's um, it. 
green or blue. Uh, yeah. And we have evolving wilds. Yeah. What would you splash in white? From white, I'd probably take the sunlands and the raise the alarms. Mm. We could also consider a main decking the flash freeze. But I don't like it. I I I would. Oh, take we the... do. We just main deck thoughtcast, and we mm. we go up on a little bit on, on the artifact. I think. Yeah. I don't think we splash. I don't think we need to. It's got yeah. It's got affinity for artifacts, so I think the gas skimmer, the uh, the kite sails. Yeah, we have two kite sails, but we can just play one. Uh, edge the, oracle. We can. Yeah, the mirror enforcer is a little bit heavy. Like we can go. We can play. We can play flare husk. Hmm. We can oh, play the well. the husk, the skimmer, the kite sail, and the edge champion. And then the uh, dark steel citadel. And we play the dark steel citadel. Okay. Uh, seems okay, but yeah. I don't know. Um, this is a uh, obviously uh, not a very. We uh, we have some cool bombs, but I would put black. Like really, I would put black because we've got you know we got bone splinters. We got the ghost changeling. Yeah, we have some. We don't have soul removal. shifted. We don't have soul shift. Um, yeah, we don't have any soul shift cards. That's a problem. Yeah. We definitely have some powerful cards in black, though. But yeah, mm. I think it'd be easier to build if we had the, green. the cards in hand. But yeah, green green and blue seem to have like... The green and blue, yeah. The green and blue in this pool seem okay. It I think they have good. the most quality cards. Obviously, like in black, we have some good cards as well. Red, red How is, about red? Why not? Red is really short because you have two. You have four dead cards in two tribal flames and two gut shots. Okay. Yeah, and one goblin's war paint. Yeah, it's pretty short. Okay. All right. So if you want to do this yourself, and it's quite fun, like you can just take a look through and then see uh, what else you can build, especially if you're going to Utrecht or you're going to Vegas or you're going to Shiba. Like you, you want to practice, you know, deck building. And yep. I think it's important. So um, uh, we're going to wrap up the show here. Anything that you want to add before we end up the show? It looks like an interesting format. I'm excited to draft this. I know. So fun. Uh, yeah, so open well this weekend. Uh, Good luck with the Targamoifs. Yeah, Targamoifs. Uh, welcome, everybody. To, okay, so um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going to have a lot of fun drafting this. Um, well, hmm. I think and we, are. We, yeah, we hope you have fun too. All so right. thanks for listening to the Power 9 Podcast. This has been the Power 9 Podcast. Uh, remember, you can find us on our website, power9podcast.com. Uh, you can find us iTunes, Teacher... MTGcast.com. Uh, MTGcast. um, I wanted to go through some comments we found on the website, which is, which is quite fun. But we'll do it when we have uh, more time. Uh, and maybe some I'll, more comments. I'll, no, I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep those. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, if you want to find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast. Uh, Twitter at power9podcast. The nine is the number nine. Nuno is at Nuno underscore, underscore Cunha, C-U-N-H-A 92. My Twitter handle is at the Asian Judge. Um, and if you want to send us an email, you can send it at power9podcast at gmail.com. So, we hope you have a good weekend. Play well, open well. And for myself and Nuno, we're signing off. Bye-bye, guys. Ciao.